Hey, welcome to the Silo Podcast. We strive to showcase the diverse talents and passions of our vibrant and dynamic local creative community. Follow along as we explore the creative process, share stories of inspiration and collaboration, and connect with fellow creatives who are making an impact in our community. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, this is a show for anyone who believes in the power of creativity to change lives and communities. This week, we are recapping the thoughts that Joy had from a March event, Mosaic, where we focused on the idea that opportunities come when people are willing to invest in others. Open doors. So I actually have a lot of different women in my life that have inspired me in different ways. So I'm going to try to go through them quickly because otherwise I'll just ramble and there's like four women I'm going to talk about. So here we go. Um, the only one I actually know personally is Timbrell on the left there. Um, she, yeah, you know her. Yeah. Some people like know her. She's a Lancaster legend. Um, she's incredible. She, has a brand called Kiathi, which is named after her. And she um, designs everything for her brand herself. She's South Indian, so a lot of her things are artisan-made. Um, all of her employees are paid a living wage in India. And she designed my wedding dress with me. Like We just got connected through another um, female business owner in Lancaster. And she's just become like my big sister. And she's just like, she's like probably my biggest role model creatively. Um, she's the person that encouraged me to start modeling and she gave me opportunities through her business. So I guess like that was the first thing to mind when I heard Open Door because she just does that for people all the time. And I didn't think I was going to get this emotional talking about her. But um, yeah, like her sister actually came to Spring Capture last year. And just like their whole family is so lovely and the business is really like a family affair. Um, they've just taught me a lot about like what support looks like within a family and how to like steer that to other people. Um, so I'm really grateful for her and she's like a leader. She's a woman of color business owner and I'm just like truly inspired by that in a small city like Lancaster to see like the strides she's made um, for not only herself, but like all the people that she is working for. She's all about empowering and inspiring others and making sure that the people and the planet are put first over her profit. Um, and she also, like, if you go to her store, like, her work is super high quality. Like, anyway, this is just a plug for Timbrell, actually. <laughs> um, but yeah, I should have tagged her store, too, because you should follow her on ID. But it's just at Kiati. Um, so yeah, she's my biggest role model. Um, and then the other gal, that's just her IG plug, but her name's Riva. She is a freelance stylist, and she has, like, some crazy looks herself. Um, she's also South Asian. I'm also South Asian, so, like, to me, they're just baddies. Like, they're great. Um, but, yeah, Riva is, like, a freelance stylist. She just completely, like, forged her own path in fashion. Um, she styled some, like, Cardi B music videos and other um, big-name people that I'm forgetting. I want to say, like, Megan Thee Stallion. But, yeah, she's worked with, like, all kinds of people. She's styled a lot for like Ravina, if you know who that artist is. Yeah. 
Um, so I just, I think she's really great. When I think of someone who like completely sets the rules for themselves and like forges their own path, I think of her. Um, and I've, I've never met her, but like I follow her on Instagram. Um, we've messaged a few times. She also is really into just creating like, um, events for community. Like last week she hosted this thing in New York where, um, people learned how to make the Sri Lankan dish. And it was kind of like a Q and a thing, like not like this, but you know, it's the same idea of like bringing people together, um, just learning, having a good time. So yeah, those are my two like fashion inspiration women. And then, um, uh, for food, I picked these two women, um, Sophia Rowe, because she is a chef, but so she's worked in the restaurant industry for ages, but now she's like a personal chef. She has a studio test kitchen, which to me is like a dream job because you literally just like get to cook and create recipes for a living. I mean, she does a lot of other things aside from that. Um, but yeah, she's like a food stylist. She's, um, like a fashion icon, I think. She's really the first person who I learned where you can like blend the two worlds together. Um, so she'll explain like how her outfit is like the inspiration for a recipe or like the colors for a recipe are the inspiration for an outfit, like vice versa. Um, and she lives in Brooklyn. So she does a lot of work with like, you know, events there in the fashion and the food world. Like she, for example, will like, create a meal for like maybe a fashion week event or like make I don't know like apps or something but then it's really sweet because like um she's just very good at like the intersectional points of like food justice and like sustainable farming and like fashion and just like empowering women and like empowering you know, disenfranchised communities. Like, I don't know how, but she ties it all together. And she has, like, a cooking show. And I don't know. I just, she, like, reminds me where things kind of seem disconnected or, like, all over the place. But, like, there is a way through your own passion and storytelling to, like, tie it all together. Um, and she kind of does that with her one show. Um, so, yeah, I really look up to her. And then um, Padma Lakshmi she's, she's kind of like a more traditional person where like traditional, whatever. She's also like a legend. Um, and she's been around a lot longer, but she was like a model first and then became a chef. Um, and she hosts like top chef and she has this show on Hulu about like how immigrant food has like shaped American food culture, which I just really enjoy. Um, but yeah, they all, like all these women to me just kind of show like you can fuse your creative passions with um, storytelling and community and kind of weaving that together with your own culture and like your values. So yeah, those are the people I look up to the most, I would say. Um, I'm trying to actually answer these questions so that there's a flow. Um, I feel like one of these questions, like, what have you acted on because of the people that you look up to? I don't know. I just, I think they remind me that, like, 
there really aren't rules with creativity. You just have to like believe in your own vision and realize it's like not about you. It's about like the project you're working on or like the vision you're trying to uphold or the community you're working to help and it all come together. Sometimes like I know with my friend Tim Brell, she's had a lot of setbacks throughout the pandemic and just seeing her like resilience and perseverance and like trust. It's so cliche, but like trusting the process. <laughs> um, yeah, that's just reminded me of like, a lot of these things like you can't force like it just kind of happens at the right time and you know like if you're dedicated then things do somehow work out even if it feels like they're falling apart um yeah I've watched her like my I've watched Tim Brawl go through a lot but she's always like maintained her humility and her integrity throughout everything and um She's never like used that as a reason to taking it take it out on others, um, and I'm yeah I'm just truly inspired by that because I know that even in like the entertainment world you know people can be kind of savage so yeah I mean she works in fashion but you know they're kind of similar so yeah um, these are this okay I'm supposed to share my creative journey. Um, <laughs> I don't even know, like, how to start with that. I think for me with cooking, it started when I moved to Australia. I lived there for, like, a year and a half um, between high school and college. And I loved, like, cooking in high school. I loved, like, learning about food. But I never really made it my own until I lived on my own. And that was the first time I lived on my own. And I was on a budget. I had two roommates. We'd always just, like see what we could make with stuff. We were like, how many things can you make with a sweet potato? <laughs> um, just stuff like that. So actually, you can kind of see that I'm really bad at taking pictures of the food I make, and I'm not very tech savvy if you haven't already figured that out. Um, but you can kind of see in the bottom right corner, I like made this sweet potato pizza. Um, I just did like a dinner party for our friends because it's something I'm kind of trialing and I'd love to do it like on a more like professional scale. Like, um, I'd love to do it regularly and just open it up to people and like donate some of the proceeds to like a charity or, um, like for example, in Lancaster, uh, they help with a lot of refugee families resettling them. So if it ever got to that point, I'd love to do something like that. But, um, yeah, this was like the first and only one I did, but it was really sweet, and, like, that's, I think, what I love the most about food is, like, you literally can't enjoy it unless you're with other people. Um, so I love, like, just cooking for others, and I don't know, like, I think the thing I've learned the most about food and what I love is, like, I like taking something familiar and trying to innovate it, but... I mean, at the end of the day, if you're using a peach, like you're still going to taste the peach, but like, how can I use that and make it taste like something you've never had before? But also like, you got to make people actually want to eat it. <laughs> I don't know. I've, I've made some weird things and they all obviously haven't turned out well, but 
Um, yeah, I don't really cook with recipes. I just, that's kind of like how my dad um, has cooked and I learned how to cook from him. So I'm just, I don't know, I guess the word is like intuitive. I'm not sure, but yeah, I really enjoy doing it that way. I feel very like liberated. Like I actually get anxiety when I use a recipe, unless I'm baking because I can't bake for crap. So, <laughs> but um. But yeah, I mean, like, I don't know. I just like seeing where I can push the boundaries. Like the dinner I made with our friends, for example, was really weird. But I had this like pumpkin coconut sauce. So I used it as like a salad dressing and as um, cake icing. So it's not that cake, but it's like an iteration of that. And I don't know. It turned out okay. Like the cake was kind of dry, not going to lie. But it was... It was fun making it, and um, yeah, I don't know. Our friends gave, like, good feedback, and that was, like, really cool just to, like, I learned a lot of what I could have done differently and, you know, what went well. So, yeah, that was sweet, and yeah, I don't know. I just, for me, like, cooking is such a thing I want to protect that if I'm, like, feeling down or, like, burnt out from work, I just try to not do it because I want to make sure that it's, something I can keep on enjoying. Modeling is something like, I do really enjoy it, but if I'm being honest, I have a lot of hangups with the industry and just like, like what it, like when you say it like, oh yeah, I model, I don't know. My mind goes like a lot of places with it, um, but I'm just, again, learning to like, just enjoy it for what it is. Um, I feel like it can be, like with any creative endeavor, you like can get hung up on your own timeline or like a goal that you feel like you haven't met. And you're like, wait, do I actually just enjoy this for what it is? Um, and I think that's like been my biggest lesson with modeling because I've been given some amazing opportunities. Like my friend Timbrell um, invited me to New York. This was two years ago now. And we did like a cultured um, wedding workshop for Indian weddings. So I was a North Indian bride or sorry, South Indian bride, which anyway, sorry, I got it mixed up. Um, but yeah, and that was just like one of the best experiences I've ever had. Um, I got to work with New Yorkers and it was like a 12 hour day. So it was really intense, but it was just organized really well. And like everyone came together to like execute this project. And I felt like everyone just gave it their all. Um, and she uh, like, for her, it's all about, like, educating photographers on, like, how to, like, be mindful of, like, what Indian weddings are. Like, they, they're, like, usually three days, so there's a lot of events. And it was just really cool to um, be a part of that and met a lot of great people. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I'm still figuring out what my journey is with modeling. I think one day it would be obviously cool to work with an agency just to have that consistency and that professionalism, but those things take time. And in the meantime, like just even like going to the silo events, getting to work with people. I think the first silo event I went to was spring capture last year and I went alone. I was very anxious and nervous. And I was like, I'm just going to go. I'm going to bring this sari. Maybe there'll be someone there who's also South Asian. And Shag was there and helped me. I don't I feel like some of y'all know her. Yeah, she's she's great. Um, and she's, 
Awesome. So I don't know. I think, I guess like the biggest thing I've learned to kind of sum up, I don't know if I'm over time or why you can just cut me off. Honestly, just turn the mic off. Um, <laughs> but I think the biggest thing I've learned, um, from the people who've inspired me and, you know, the people I've worked with is just to like, like stay humble, stay dedicated to your craft. And like, there is no formula. There's no one way. Like you just kind of have to figure it out and trust and just be patient. But like, if you continue to work hard and have patience and just be persistent, then like good things will come. And like the most important thing along the way is the people anyway. Like you can't, you literally like can't do it all by yourself. So like, why not just enjoy the people that you're doing it with? Yeah. Oh. Don't mind me as I sip from my emotional support water bottle.